Okay. Uh, you are listening to The Cylinder, the Goat Farm Art Center podcast. If you can rally enough people around it, it's it's like a tribe. Seashells, gold coins, you know, money is whatever we make it. And so it's uh, it's interesting to see what forms that'll take in the future. So a Bitcoin, it's a right to transact on the blockchain or on the network. When you buy a Bitcoin or you mine a Bitcoin, you then have the right to transact with those digits on the network. The cool thing is it's decentralized. So this blockchain, this ledger, is split across you know hundreds of thousands of computers and if the entire USA gets nuked you know some strange scenario like that you can hop upon go over to the UK go wherever you want to go and you still have your bitcoins not so much with you know uh, credit cards yeah uh, my name is Solomon Chase uh, I've been at the goat farm for about two years now uh, and other than Bitcoin, I, I do motion graphics and filmmaking. The, the Bitcoin ATM is at the Warhorse Cafe. And it's it's in the back near another ATM machine where you could get cash out if you wanted to use that for Bitcoin. So there really wasn't a publicly available Bitcoin ATM anywhere. Anywhere in Atlanta. And I think the idea behind Bitcoin, this very grassroots indie kind of thing, kind of fits with the vibe of the goat farm. And so far, it's been extremely popular. It's definitely more of a, a vending machine. ATM is a, probably a misnomer. Tap the screen, scan your QR code, and put your bills in. Insert as many bills as you feel, and uh, click buy bitcoins, and then you're done. First got into Bitcoin uh, during Occupy Atlanta, Occupy Wall Street. Um, I was just thinking a lot about money, what it means, how we use it. So I, I was just Googling so many different things and somehow Bitcoin popped up and I was like, cryptocurrency, interesting. So I didn't quite, it wasn't until months later that I actually started investing in it because I didn't understand it. Um, and then once I, I read the white paper, I got got an idea of what it meant, where it was going, what it was going to do, and uh, kind of went all in on it. There's a huge benefit. The first and foremost is the way we do business online now with credit cards. Credit cards weren't designed for the internet. So with Bitcoin, it's basically from the ground up designed to be used on the internet. It's like cash for the internet. So you, a lot of the problems you have with identity theft and giving out personal information, you don't have to do. So like if I'm buying a digital good online, I don't have to have this account with my address, with my credit card numbers, with all this personal information. I can literally just send or push X amount of Bitcoin to an address and then I get that digital product. And then it same goes for physical products. I don't have to supply personal information. Just basically I can get something shipped to any address I put in. I think it just makes things a little more seamless and a little, little more safe online. The Silk Road, uh, which I think is now in its third incarnation, it honestly was a big part of market creation of, of, of getting the Bitcoin price higher because so many people were using it to buy various things. Uh, Silk Road is an anonymous marketplace. I personally am I'm a big fan of it because 
the way it was run, there was no child pornography, there was no weapons, there was no, it was all just about people having a right to use substances, you know, if they choose to, if, as long as they're not hurting anybody else. I'm kind of a, of a libertarian persuasion, and I, I think it's a great thing to have something like that. It kind of takes a lot of the violence and the danger out of using those things. Like if you're buying marijuana or you're whatever you're buying, it kind of legitimizes things and makes things a little more safe and easy because you have on a place like Silk Road, the only thing that people have to stand by is their reputation on what they've shipped before. So it's all encrypted, PGP encryption. You can see like somebody, okay, they've, they've done 500 sales. And then here's all the reviews. It's like Amazon. But it's, it's really good because it adds trust to that market and it makes it something where you're not working with like gangs and like all the violence and all the things that are involved in the drug trade, it kind of makes it safer. You know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Technology all, always brings new advances and then new ways for people to be harmed or things to be harmed. Uh, so yeah, I got I got hacked. My my Bitcoin stash is uh, 300 301 Bitcoin, seventy five thousand dollars. This was maybe a year and a half ago. I had been good about security, putting it on like a, a paper wallet, like printing it out, keeping it offline. But I was doing so much transacting and buying and selling and using actually using it as a currency that I put it on a, a hot wallet or a live wallet, um, which is like connected to the internet. And I downloaded a backup copy that went to my email. And from what I gathered, the hackers hacked into my email and got the backup copy, decrypted it. I got the alert. I was in the gym. I was like working out. And I, I see like, you have sent 301 Bitcoins. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> so I, I, I ran home or biked home and uh, just sat there and watched them split it off into like 100 different pieces, different countries, different IP addresses, basically to hide the path hide the like oh like where did it go i don't know it went there it went there after getting hacked i decided to stick with bitcoin just because i knew the core protocol and what it represented was uh something that would stick around and something that is worth investing in big indicator that bitcoin's gone mainstream would be like a local coffee shop like octane or just small shops accepting it it's been a slow burn so far, but there's been uh, Expedia, Microsoft, Dell, Overstock, Newegg. Yeah, 2015, I think, is going to be a, a big year. Right now, it's a lot of tech companies who know that, okay, there's a lot of rich Bitcoiners because, of, you know, the price increase, you know, the billion dollar, two billion dollar, whatever market growth. There's a lot of nerds and a lot of, a lot of geeks who have a lot of money now that they want to spend. And so... So I think it would be seeing more like brick and mortar, like accepting Bitcoin. Uh, a second indicator that Bitcoin's made it is if it ends up in a rap song. 50 Cent takes Bitcoin for his album. And he said, he said in an interview, money is money. That's, that's what he said about Bitcoin. Money is money, so he'll take Bitcoin. But I want to hear a, ma a mainstream rapper talk about Bitcoin. I got 50 Bitcoin worth about 100 grand. 